I think yeah. the reality of most of these kits and wide body kits is they make the cars worse. Tr- well, True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Traditionally, wide body cars are generally race cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're never needed to last forever. They yep. don't care if they last forever. And then like all these little subtle things that come after the fact of not doing inner fenders, you'll see them all the time. Yes. You see these little spider cracks on people's wide body fenders. Why? Because a rock smoked it from the yes. backside and it's trying to come out the top. And it's like... I don't think a lot of people take into account how much abuse a streetcar actually takes. Yes. Stick your arm out the window at 100 miles an hour, and that's what your body kit's going through the entire All time. All the yeah. time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just try that, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, because you look at it, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's it's going to be fun. solid. Yeah. <laughs> Go stick your head out the window and see what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Bone down. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Welcome back to another episode of Modify with Trick Factory Customs. If this is your first time watching, my name is Elvis. Tim. I'm Rob. (laughs) (laughs) On this podcast, uh, we talk about cars. We're a custom automotive shop located here in British Columbia, Canada, uh, Vancouver. And um, Mm -hmm. on this episode, we are going to be discussing wide body kits. Or are they dead? Are they dying? What just more about white body kits because white body kits are a very love or hate thing. And actually what brought up this topic was I've always admired the RWB wide body kits. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what they are, they're pretty much Porsche. Um, Akira Nakai, is that his name? Yeah. Yes. So uh, he designed uh, these wide body kits. I think was the first one to do it to Porsches. Ish, no. we're gonna dive into that. Tim let's not, let's, not, let's not go too deep. Tim and Rob have a very, uh, yeah, interesting, and I completely agree with it too. I was at an RWB thing where he was uh building an RWB car, and so we're gonna be talking about that. And but it all it made me think about the question of are they dead, are they dying? Because I feel like in the last few years, uh, I feel like we, ha- we hit a peak maybe uh, around like maybe early tw- 2000s i would say 19 2019 is when i started mm. to notice the fall of the modern wide body kit it yeah. became less and less of a thing well, anyway we'll, di- we'll dig into it yeah bit. so we're going to talk about all of that and we're also going to be talking about um ls swapped porsches as well whoa whoa yeah whoa. <laughs> just i know out there. exactly oh, yeah yes we've end. talked about them before but Something special about this Porsche that I saw, we're going to dive into it later, was this was an LS swapped RWB 993. Mm. And oh, mm, I yeah. was very, very excited about it. Oh, How can you tell he's fired up? I know. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about everything wide body. And with that said, we're going to get started. So how has the week been? We've been very busy. Getting very hectic. Yes. SEMA stuff. Now we're kind of at the point where we got to keep it under wraps a little bit, but yeah, it's been a long week mm-hmm. and I think it's going to get worse. Let's get, <laughs> it's getting better and worse. Cause I think we're past the grinding, dirty, greasy, heavy fab part of it. And now it's like, even today we had more shiny new parts show up. So it's getting a lot funner, but it's still good. There's still a lot left to do. Mm-hmm. So, so- it's just we're we're like deep into like SEMA prep, right? Like the standard SEMA crunch thing, 
is it's a real it's a real situation that everybody prepping to go to SEMA has to kind of go through. We've been at it now long enough that we kind of prepared and like our SEMA crunch this year is a little bit less hectic than it, you know, it has been in, in, in the previous years. Mm-hmm. So, but there's still, there's still sort of like the things that sort of like crop up during the SEMA prep, the SEMA build and like getting, getting all the parts that you need when you need them is, is, is always going to be a bit of a thing. So we have yeah. a few things we're waiting for. So there's always, and it's, it's, it's that, like, but we're pretty well prepared. It's Murphy's law though. Like yeah. We take the frame, the blaster and it's like, yep, no problem. We're going to turn it around for you the same day. Like <laughs> drop it off in the morning like, and pick it up. Sweet. <laughs> so we go rolling in there this morning and it's like, oh, the machine's broken and we have no sand. No. Yeah, it's like those types. Yeah. Of- oh my gosh. So, do, but, do this kind of stuff. It's like you have to be really good at sort of taking punches. Yeah, you know. So, so that's one of those ones. So we're getting the whole frame blasted, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah the whole the whole frame for that build is, you know, it's all modified and upgraded, and you know. Yeah. So it, it's it required to you know full refinish. And of course, the machine is broken. Yeah. Yeah. So it's well, gonna put us. You know. It's not really gonna put us behind per se because we have other things to work on that also need to get done it's just going to change our order of attack really yeah because so yeah. i mean it's, it's not like, devastating it's not okay. like it's not like a linchpin by any means it's it would have been nice to have it because i think that's the big piece that everyone starts to get excited like when the roller comes together and you're like now we got something whereas yeah. right now frame off restoration yeah now we're scattered all over the place and every department's got a little bit and it's just like oh man are we gonna get there but yeah i mean it, it puts us back a couple of days but like like we're saying like we're we're prepared enough you know that we have those couple of, of days is not gonna break us that's good so nice it's funny though because like the panic's already setting in but <laughs> The reality of it is like each group within our thing here has their own thing to do. But on a normal job, the amount of time that they have to do it in would be plenty. It's like if you brought your car in and you needed two seats and a whatever upholstered and I told it'd be 10 days. Yeah. But we have four weeks. <laughs> but the, the whole SEMA thing is just like, oh, my God, I don't know if we're going to get it done. <laughs> this is crazy. It's like, don't worry about my part. Only worry about your part. You have more than enough time to accomplish your part mm-hmm. within that time frame. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the rest because we're all putting in that same four weeks at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna come together. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. But it's just the 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 last little bit of it, like probably the last couple of weeks, when all the parts kind of come together as one. You do you're doing your final assembly. That's that's when you start to trip. I, over I think each that's other when we're all kind of like, okay, well, let's hopefully we're not tripping over each other and trying to do things last minute. And like I said, we're pretty well prepared this time, so yeah, shouldn't be so bad. But yeah. that's kind of what we've been doing the last week, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's all about that. Yeah, it's all about and I think it's gonna get done. Seeing the amount of things that you guys have been able to achieve in shorter time periods. I'm uh, maybe I'm too relaxed about it, <laughs> I don't know. but I, I think it'll, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but it's, it's really cool though, to see all the stuff you guys have been doing with, um, all the grinding and the welding and making everything work like it's supposed to. And something that's also cool is compared to previous years, I think you were, we were talking about this before, but of just how much 
of a facet, the whole three D scanning, printing, and all of that has played mm-hmm. in, or how much of a part it's played in this. It's been a huge yeah, part of this project. Yeah, yeah, because it it was it was just this last year that we upgraded our shop to have the potential for that kind of stuff, and it's 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 a necessary part of of business and and creation now and yeah we're we're making the most of it this year i think you i'd say the industry as a whole might have another year where you're just not going to be able to do it without this stuff wow yeah because right now you have an entire sort of crew of people and shops and builders that are slowly adapting this and then there's a learning curve yeah but once all these guys get on the other side of the learning curve within the next year I think it's going to be the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's the only way you're going to be able to stay competitive. As you were saying, you can't do it fast enough. Yeah, you without. can't do it fast enough. Like the stuff that we've created in like days would have taken weeks before mm-hmm. and yeah. not been of the same quality and let standard that it is now. Yeah. Like these parts that we're creating now look OEM. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's so cool to be a part of something like this. It's really fun. It's a little stressful, no matter no matter what. It always is, but it's still cool. Yeah. So you get the parts created, or uh, in the three D space, then those get sent off to the laser guy, and then he pretty much cuts them out, yeah, files them, then brings them back, and then we fold them, do any final little tweaks to them, fit them, weld them, and you're done. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yes, yeah, one. Plus, the design <laughs> side of it is learning how to design within these new abilities is. It's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you're standing there and you know that you got to get the die grinder out and a plasma cutter and you're going to be grinding for two hours, your mind tends to simplify things back <laughs> to a point that seems manageable. And yeah. generally that looks very basic. Basic. Because it's just super labor intensive. So it's like now it's like it, the finished product looks like you put an immense amount of time into it. But it's pretty cool. Awesome. And so mm-hmm. with that said, we're just going to dive right into the topic. So wide body kits, wide bodies, all about wide bodies. Are wide bodies dead, dying? What is the future? We have no idea, Ooh. by the way, but <laughs> we, can <laughs> we can speculate. Yeah, we can speculate. Um, and uh, before we begin, we've, we have all have wide body cars. Oh, we've all done wide body things. Um, and so... Personally, I'm just going to start personally. I love wide body. Mm-hmm. I think wide body just transforms the look of every car. Every car that you put on it. Uh, there are some cars, even some cars that are like, you look at them and you're like, yeah, there's no way that design can be saved. And then you put a, like some fender flares on it and just do like a body kit or something. At least me, I just like to put wide body on everything. <laughs> um, but you guys, do you guys have a different outlook on wide bodies or no? I like fat tires more than I like wide bodies. <laughs> so I think wide bodies are secondary to wanting fat tires. Mm, okay. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I like a booty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, you know, wide bodies are pretty cool. Wide bodies are cool. I like more functional sort of wide body kind of stuff versus just straight up wide flares for the sake of it. You know, I, I, I gravitate more towards functional 
stuff mm. function functional kits arrow yeah. kits yeah i don't really care about the function i just wanted to look I don't sick think, i think just... most people don't care about the function. yeah most people don't, it don't yeah. they don't seem to care i think yeah. the reality of most of these kits and wide body kits is they make the cars worse well, true yeah. Yeah. no kind of I mean, give me an example it's, of it's pretty much better. it's a true thing a lot of cars usually wide body kits at least from my understanding help to increase the width of because you're putting bigger tires on it so i feel like it makes it more stable more like you have more ground what do you say me mechanical grip because you of have, that because of wide have, bodies yes i mean that you could say that if you got big fat tires you got more mechanical grip that's yeah. that's a given mm -hmm. right so but you also have that also comes at the cost of other things as well um big fat sticky tires on normal streets tend to let's say we call we call i call it tram lining like where we're like lining? like when you're driving down the road and your your car is kind of darting from side to side yeah, because because your tires can. are following the ruts of the road more oh. and it just feels a little bit twitchy and sort of un unusual it's on like heavy transport routes mm -hmm. yeah like you get on the highway where there's a lot of bit of big rigs and trucks and if your car is not doesn't fall within those ruts the standard sort of track width of your average passenger car i'll hit it in my car with 325s on the back and you'll still because it's trying to climb interesting you know yeah I mean? and you're it'll track all over the place oh i thought my i mean my car was always terrible but i thought that was that makes sense why whereas then my, you'll see my you'll get a brand new flat piece of pavement that yeah, yeah, hasn't yeah. been touched and then you come around the corner glorious and you're just like, yeah just turns into magic but mm -hmm. yeah but the rest of the time you're just like oh. constantly fighting it because you're just just a hair outside of those grooves that is so yeah. i so never thought that was a thing yeah wow. i mean it's it's a balancing act right it's a thing so you you get super wide and then all of a sudden that's a reality if you're on a racetrack fully prepped surface fantastic it's mm -hmm. so good how could you cannot go wrong more mechanical grip i would say probably nine nine out of ten or is gonna be better yeah fantastic yeah throw the plus it looks sick to have yeah the it looks dope too it looks pretty sick yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and you also minus making your car worse you also mentioned uh what it does to like suspension components yeah if you don't have that. a suspension yeah for it mm -hmm. it's not gonna be great right i mean mm -hmm. and that's really really apparent in say classic muscle cars and things of that nature right like you look back into the 60s and 70s those chassis and things like that you put a modern fitment wheel and tire package on that thing and then all of a sudden the thing handles like a pile of garbage and it can't do a burnout <laughs> <laughs> right there's too much grip yeah, yeah. yeah and, and so those those cars they suffer from that and then you just imagine if you wide body one of those it just gets even worse mm -hmm. yeah. and then if you're doing like a lot of wide body like legitimate wide body cars are they have suspension components and suspension systems designed to be that wide whereas a lot of these guys you're taking like a deep offset wheel to push that wheel way out now you got all this extra <laughs> load on everything and it's yep. generally not meant to carry it yeah well and, and like I even think stupid stuff wheel bearings all kinds of things are all loaded way heavier than they should be yes. yeah and then like a lot of people will like they will put like say wheel spacers and things like that on their vehicles to compensate for the extra wide body width you know and and what ends up happening there and there's going to be smarter people out there that can explain this better to me but like you change the scrub radius in the front of your tires on your steering steering axle and your car behaves like total garbage 
you know, you're wearing out tires, you're just wearing everything out and it's trash. It's like going backwards in what the car's capabilities were. It, it makes it a worse driving vehicle than it ever was. So if you start, if you start with something great, like a, like a Porsche or, or any great car, and you just go wide body and you put spacers in there because you can't afford the big super wheels, then it's just going to be worse. You're, you're ruining a good car. But if you change the offset, does that, like the wheel offset, you're, that doesn't, is that, does that affect it as much? Because it does. It does. Because when you, when you start talking about the geometry of how that stuff relates, like the scrub radius and, and again, I'm not that smart with this. I have a basic understanding. If you push the the wheels out that much farther with like negative offset, mm -hmm. you're changing all of those dimensions as well as. So it's not just by doing the spacers, but it's making it wider and pushing more negative offset out. It does hamper the ability of your car to behave the way it was intended. Mm -hmm. And depending on how wide you go, you may not have the ability to adjust it within the set parameters mm -hmm. so you see all these cars and it's like they got funky worn tires and it's not good yeah so and then like like another thing like we because we've done lots of wide bodies in the shop and stuff like you go super negative offset on your steer axle on your front end and now you're going lock to lock with your steering wheel that extra offset means you need even more clearance within your within your wheel well yes. right and you get some vehicles like the 996 porsche like all these cars like they they're so jam-packed with all the components Stuff. required to make the vehicle function properly that now all of those are being compromised for fitment like now okay well if i want to run these wheels in this kind of setup now i gotta cut out fucking you know, evap canisters and, you know, <laughs> your washer, washer fluid container, kind of they're, stuff. they're, they're all coming out. They don't, they don't fit anymore. They don't work. And it just becomes a bit of a thing. And, you know, more often than not, they never get put back in anywhere. And usually I would say more people don't put or fabricate inner fenders and yep. stuff like that yep. for all of their wide bodies and stuff as well. Like that's really, really common because that is something that you don't see and people don't really put a lot of emphasis on the requirement of what that thing was actually doing. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I think, I think wide bodies kind of suck yeah. for the most part for that. I'd say stuff. the modern day wide body, cause it's all aesthetics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's not like you, we're, we have a selection of wide body vehicles here, <laughs> but these were basically all out of necessity. Yep. because you needed more mechanical grip because mm -hmm. you needed all these different things to make the car do what it needed to do whereas the stuff now is just like lick and stick over fenders yeah yeah like it, i it would is, agree and it really doesn't do anything mm -hmm. and like rob mentioned that's so true about people not even finishing the inner fenders well or like doing everything that it takes to actually make a wide body car. So I drove a Ferrari F12, a wide body Ferrari F12 a few weeks ago. Yeah. And it was so interesting because- I mean, in the concept of that just sounds awesome. So it's <laughs> like, oh shit. It was glorious. But this car looks amazing. It sounds glorious. It has a straight pipe from one of the straight pipe exhaust companies. I forgot what it was, but 
once you came closer from like a few feet it looked sick but once you start coming closer and looking at the details mm -hmm. it was just not the best yeah and it was one of those things that was so disappointing because you expect a ferrari especially something that they've done that to to be literally perfect but that one it had like the inner fenders they didn't build new inner fenders for it and so half of the way you just see where the inner they fender just stops and yeah <laughs> and just left it there and you could see through oh my gosh it just kind of let me down and also because we're also going to talk about like bolted on versus um what did they call it like bonded on and mm -hmm. all of that we're talking about yeah those kind of flares but this one was bonded on but the transition between the ferrari body and the wide body flares and the fenders was also not done great um and so you could still see like it looked like my dotson like my body work in my dotson because i did this thing like five years ago and it was i used basic materials and i got tired of sanding and i couldn't do some of the transition stuff well um and so it kind of looks like that where you see some bumps some of the body filler it's not perfectly even and i was like oh. but then they used they didn't even paint over that they used a wrap to hide the not great body work so yeah. i feel bad talking about it now but, but at that, the same but, time but what you're describing uh, is the most common thing you yeah. see it all the time right which is crazy because now we see it applied to supercars yeah yeah so you tend to have this preconceived notion of how good it should be yeah but the reality of it is is it's not that good like mm -hmm. it the people that get their hands on these cars man they just shouldn't be touching them <laughs> like they shouldn't be like i only know of one properly finished wide body kit that has inner fenders and under tray and all those transition pieces and proper mounting and we did it mm. and i would say doing all of that took just as long as doing the kit itself that's crazy just the finishing stuff to get yeah. it to that point and that car looks amazing like it it's looks held so out good. so good but 90 percent of those kits i'm like you can talk liberty walk rwb fucking any of those guys there's no mounting that comes with it you're almost left on your own to do figure out all your mounting liberty walks decent but it's crazy money but any of these other lower level kits you're on your own to figure out how to mount it wow and make your own supports and all that kind of stuff like the first rwb build that i seen he was hammering some three-eighths round aluminum tube flat and putting a screw through it to support the fenders and i was like oh that's not that's, <laughs> what's going on here mm -hmm. so that stuff's just does very rarely do you see it last like it doesn't last very long like it looks great when it's done it's amazing but yeah. i think you need to go back and put a bunch more effort into it mm -hmm. because traditionally wide body cars are generally race cars mm -hmm. yeah so they're never needed to last forever they yep. don't care if they last forever and then like all these little subtle things that come after the fact of not doing inner fenders you'll see them all the time yes you see these little spider cracks on people's wide body fenders why because a rock smoked it from the yes. backside and it's trying to come out the top and it's like they look bad as soon as they get used mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 it's interesting like like body kits kind of originated probably from like necessity for like racing applications yeah. and just things like that like you know they didn't they didn't matter about the spider cracking and and all that those 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 cars and everything about them were somewhat disposable you know they weren't intended to or or, or at least anything about them they were served they were serviced 
really frequently and like okay this this over fender is about to crack and fall off better put a new one on yeah and that's it that's all that matters juice fasteners in it and send right? it back out yeah. we talk about it all the time because everybody's like when they're trying to brag up or chat up a friend it's like oh yeah my, i got this buddy he works on race cars we know through actual experience race car is like get it fixed with whatever you have and get it back out there yeah <laughs> so you get a couple of two three seasons of that on any given race car that's why you see them for 10 grand mm. because it's just you know it's too much after well, they, get, a while. they just get worn right out yeah that right they're meant to work yeah that's it so yeah. it's like and then i don't think a lot of people take into account how much abuse a street car actually takes yes yeah. like it's crazy mm-hmm. and you'll never see that kind of abuse on a street car no you're not going in and out of driveways and shitty parking lots and all this kind of stuff, and it just eats these kits up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and speaking of that too, that now that you mentioned that, so with um, going back to my Datsun again, when I did all this stuff, I didn't know anything about spider cracking, any of that stuff. And so even though I used metal, I kind of made some metal flares, um, I didn't really use like weld it all the way. I use body filler to fill in the, I just like tack, 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 tack. Yeah. And so there was still some space, but because again, it's a street driven car and I've daily driven that thing for like a few years now, but it's really showing its age. It looks not good. Like the filler is also kind of separating. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do a good job of actually like laying it on and I probably laid it on too thick or did some anyway, but all of that, like rocks landing on it, like it is, it does not look like it looked for the first the first month was probably like the best time I was like yeah this oh, it's thing is brand sick. new right it's fresh. <laughs> it hasn't even barely been used yes. yet at all yeah but if you see it now whoo it's yeah. like i'm almost embarrassed to take it out to any car shows anymore so it's uh it's just sad and so i just parked it and i just leave it until i've uninsured it and i'm gonna like redo the whole thing again from scratch yeah and at least now I know what to do and what not to do. And you guys are there yes. to also walk me through some of the things. <laughs> so this I is a live and learn kind yeah. of situation, right? And like how we do body kit installations and stuff like that is is based on our experiences as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, go back way in the old days. I learned about fiberglass and how to sort of approach it for street use from when we used to, you know, race sport bikes and shit like that like because we all had like fiberglass race body work and stuff like that on our bikes and it would it's subjected to massive amounts of vibration and and all of those kind of things shock load and it just breaks and you're mm-hmm. like oh shit well good thing this is my own thing and i'm just gonna fix it we, we ended up painting our motorcycles like every season because these are the things that you live and learn and and you know how to approach it better with a little bit of experience if you're lucky enough you have a mentor teach you these things but we didn't, and uh, yeah, you learn real quick. We, uh, we like you take a stock bumper off, and it's got twenty four bolts, and you're like, man, you don't need that much bolts. <laughs> yeah, so just put five back in; it'll be fine. <laughs> it's never fine. Yeah, no, no. So. There's there's a reason for why it is right, and so if you approach your installs thinking about like how it's going to be impacted by street use, it'll last a lot better. Mm-hmm. You'll have yeah, a just stick your arm out the window at a hundred miles an hour. And that's what your body kit's going through the entire All time. All the yeah. time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just try that, right? Exactly. Like, I mean... Because you, you look at it, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's it's going to be fine. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> Go stick your head out the window and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
so what do we got here in front of us? We got three cars. Yes. That kind of dictate or sort of showcase three different types of kits. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with the Porsche because Just that's the kind of... thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the RWB thing. So concerning the way it fits, at least what I saw, I think it fit relatively well. Um, or it had fit well before because I think they prepare the they, they prepare, prepare the car before, before it even before, yeah. before he arrives and so he, I don't think he had to do that much work in fitting uh, because I know he was done in like a day or yeah. two which is mind blowing but and I don't know if he had inner fenders I don't remember looking inside the in, I've no, never no seen, inner I've fenders I've never seen inner oh, okay. fenders with an RWB okay. kit so that's could be wrong maybe yeah. but so I didn't see it but um. So talk about the RWB because you guys have seen him mm-hmm. do a car before. Yeah. So talk about the RWB thing because I feel like there's some misconception with thinking that they are the first to do that to Porsches or make wide body Porsches. Well, he most definitely, you know, like sensationalized, popularized and brought you know, bolt-on flares. I think he was the to first the, the mainstream guy doing it during the social media era. Mm-hmm. That's why I traveled so fast. Yeah, but I used to like. There used to be like companies like Strozik and like all Gambala and all these yeah, old Gimbala. guys that built crazy shit back in the day. When I was reading like Porsche Excellence magazine mm-hmm. as a kid, he was definitely not the first person to do it. There's like been a lot of people wide-bodying cars for race purposes and all this stuff for a long time, but. He's definitely garnered the most attention for it, mm-hmm. especially in this time of when, like, this is kind of a weird time for Euro cars because you have, like, that super hardcore purist group. Yes. So, like, the idea of taking something, specifically a Porsche, you pick anything else, you can cut it up all you want. Nobody gives a shit. But a Porsche is, like, it has this like, people believe it's automotive perfection, perfection. absolute perfection. And I've been in a million forum groups just trying to ask simple questions because we have Porsches and it's like, as soon as you do, it's like, <laughs> why would you, why would you change that? Yeah. Like a Porsche engineer put that on there for, for a, reason. a reason. Why do you think you're smarter? Why, if they needed that to have that, it would have it. And you're like, okay, then why is there <laughs> eight levels of a 911 then? Like, how come they just don't only sell a GT3 RS? Yeah. Like there's obviously different ST reasons. Yeah, all this kind of stuff. So I was like. Yeah, I don't know. There's been a lot of people doing it for a long time, but he was like, yeah, I mean, he put a lot of style to it, too. Mm-hmm. And he just hit it right at the right time, I yeah. think. Yeah, and it's that outlaw hype, like outrageous, like it's all, it checks all the boxes for these young kids, mm-hmm. like all of them. So I mean, I, f- I fell in love with it a long, yeah. long time ago. We bought like, a Porsche with the sole intent of doing one. Yeah, <sighs> yeah I wanted to do it desperately. Like, I, I only ever saw him online and then had the opportunity a couple of times now to see him to to work his install magic and yeah it's cool man he's mm-hmm. he's he's brought a really cool thing to the world yeah um it's cool that he's evolving it into some of the the newer water-cooled cars now as well it's really cool yeah. but like it's i may be wrong but i believe nakai used to work with promodet um and and i and so promodet had the wide body Porsche as well. What is um, Promodet? Is that that's a company? a company way back in the day? Like, and, and and I'm just pulling this out of out of uh, what I remember. Um, guy from Driftworks was talking about. 
because he's got a, a Promodet 964 wide body and it looks just like an RWB car, but it's molded on body, you know, flares. Yep. And uh, as far as I understand, I think he was saying that he used to, Nakai used to work there. Oh. And then kind of did his own thing and created, Wow. you know, the rough world. Yeah. The whole RWB thing is like, there's like a persona attached to the cars. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a whole package. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Which it's is like really that. cool. It's cool. It is so cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like his no branding approach is like genius branding. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole thing. No and brand. He has branding. Yeah, but he's kind of like the anti-hero kind of thing. And then, then brought in all that branding, like the original Stella Artois and like all that kind of stuff. And it's like now it's created this own thing. Like yeah. It's a whole community of people. And I know, yeah. He has this so personality cool. that like we were discussing. Like, I wonder if this is his actual personality or if this is like <laughs> a face that he puts on face while yeah. he's doing it. Like yeah, that yeah. super stoic Japanese, like, like smoking that you know, cigarette yeah. and thinking yeah. about life. And <laughs> But is the reality, <laughs> does he just show up and like, oh man, I gotta fucking do another one of these things? <laughs> <laughs> Like, when he's looking at the yeah. cars, he's thinking about what else other things he's got to do. He's like, like, oh man, shoot, I got to do laundry later, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <shoot. Okay. laughs> I think they're in like RWB, like they're in the hundreds now. Yeah, like two hundred and something. Probably more. I feel like it's more because I feel like I see almost a post all the time of him just traveling to places and doing RWB builds. Yeah, yeah. So that was like the big thing after the initial hype of it. Then it was like first in seattle mm. first in boston first in brazil and then first now in vancouver yeah now it's like you know there's six two done here last weekend yep. there's been five here before there's 10 over there so now you're like rwb 14 of vancouver like, yeah <laughs> so it's like now it's kind of getting a little thin but now that he's transitioned into 997 stuff is I mean, now he's got a whole new canvas to work Brand with. Brand new, yeah. So now it's Long now more. what you see is like the first 997 RWB in Canada. You're like, sure, okay. man. <laughs> no, I still think it's super cool. No, it's though, super man. cool, yeah. but it's like the hype is kind of dying down. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's definitely so not. So I don't think it's dead because I would 100% own one if I could. Yes. But me too. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it doesn't impact me the same way as it once did. Mm-hmm. And like, is this just all wide bodies or specifically RWV? No, I'd say transitioning into like, I don't, you know, don't want to pick on people because, and then the, the people below, these are like the top of the game. So like Liberty Walk. Liberty Walk has a very distinctive style. Yep that's been copied and applied to 800 so other many. different cars. Yeah. So now it's just like, it doesn't do anything for me, like zero. Cause mm. it, it's almost repetitive now. Yep. It's like, it seems too obvious. Yes. So I, before it dies, I'd like somebody to just come up with something nicer. Like the bolted on flare thing. Like if we're gonna get specific about wide bodies, yes. I would say the bolted on flare and I have bolted on flares <laughs> is dead. Like it's dead. I don't care to see any more of it. Like, if I was to do anything else to my car, it would be maybe mold my flares on interesting. in the future. That is so interesting. That's it. Like yeah. I, I wish I had done it, but I was trying to be smart and be like, you know what? Let's just get this thing done so I can drive it and use it. This is dragging on too long. Let's just put it on the way it's intended. But I wish I had molded it. That's so interesting. And you're talking of your Porsche or? Yeah, my old new kit. Okay. another kit out of Japan. Yeah. That's... 
it's interesting because <laughs> it's like a half and half. You did the yeah, front, mold it on the rear. Nose, front end, which is a complete conversion. Yep. And then the back has that very much bolted on. Mm -hmm. We're going to say Liberty Walker RWB style, but that is not the case. That's like throwback way to like old GT cars. Like you used to see Panteras, old school Porsches, all that stuff had that bolt on over fender stuff. Mm -hmm. And yep. that's where it originally came from. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's very interesting because also we got some comments on those on the videos that we put up. And I was like, why didn't you just mold it in, like make it look like the front? Well, the reality of that particular pick that particular kit is it didn't lend well to molding oh so like if you're going to have a molded on kit you need some sort of landing area mm -hmm, to supply mm -hmm. the adhesive mm -hmm. to bond it properly so that was just going to be a tremendous amount of extra work that i just wasn't into doing at the time mm -hmm. whereas like the miles work wide body which is kind of a very rwb proportions mm -hmm. but a molded bonded on kit yep but for the 996 platform is where it started because the 996 platform has sort of like always been the ugly stepchild. <laughs> so nobody really did much for it. So now that one's a bonded kit and it looks amazing. It looks so good. But the problem with that kit is, is it's almost a little bit too wide and the approach angle of where it did it, it still has that lapped seam. So in order, you wouldn't be able, you run out of room to blend the kit before you get to the C pillar window, like to the pocket window, mm. and then your ledge would get thick. Oh, mm -hmm. so it's the same as like this Ferrari that you're uh, talking about. That's why it probably looks so crappy because it's mm. you know. And then that that Porsche, that lip comes right. It's like an inch and a half away from the window. Oh, that's so interesting. So you would it'd either have to dive off and you'd end up with a weird landing, or you got to pull that flare down a bit so you have enough transition. I feel like I need to see some of this in actual, like, person or you yeah, explaining but it, still it for it to a, make It still creates sense. a very obvious wide body. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like a narrow body, wide body kind of thing. Like, when you look at that car, you it's like, know boom, it's, that's it's a wide, wide body. And mm -hmm. crazy, they bonded and molded the kit. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we had completely blended it, it might have got mistaken for something else. Oh, that's interesting. I doubt it because the thing's like 14 inches wider. It is so wide. But, I mean, you could... Yeah, I'm, that is actually a curious thing to say. Um, bonding or not bonding, but showing that seam versus mm -hmm. blending it. I'm curious to know if it actually hides it. Do you know if anyone has done it to the Miles Works kit and just hidden it? I don't think you could. Oh, I don't okay. think there'd any be any way that because we contemplated it, but it just didn't play out well. It's just I, too I would close have to, that to assume that somebody has done it. Mm. And I, I think it, you would be able, you would see the tell. There'll be a little. Uh, okay it's not going to look as natural as this one looks yeah i don't think so interesting yeah you're but just you're you're playing around with some shit like overly thick areas of body filler or you know super thin fiberglass edging like it's you just just mm -hmm. doing something like that it just kind of sucks yeah and so you would never wide body your porsche i feel like you're no. you've gone if I'm going to put a picture up of what Rob's Porsche looks like, but I feel like now it almost the, the looks way, like... You mean the way it looks right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it looks like <laughs> the there's thing, more it, work. It's so crazy because we keep looking at it and it's like, it's taking on its own personality. <laughs> it, I, like if you've watched movies like Mad Max and like a couple of these other ones of that sort of style where this guy has this like relationship with his car mm, and it's yeah, maybe yeah. not the best car... <laughs> 
but it's like this is his ride or die yeah that's rob's car yeah 100 yeah, that's a that's a good so way of explaining it it's okay so you're gonna post a picture of what my car looks like right now now yes and i'm gonna give you the rendering that i made of what my car is going to look yeah. like when i'm done with it so i'm working my way through all the steps in the background while i still daily drive it yeah so so this is what that. we talk about all the time like <laughs> do what you can while you can use it like before you make your car completely unusable and it turns into this dead project mm -hmm. it's like this is probably the best but at the same time you got to be able to endure <laughs> what rob does I, on the freeway where people are like what the hell? yeah you know what and the way my car looks right now yeah. i it, it is unbelievable how much attention it gets right now yeah I get people like I had a guy this morning giving me the hang loose. That's so like, Bro, funny, it's so <laughs> yeah. sick. Because he took out the All rear the bumper time. now. <laughs> it happens way more now yeah. than I ever imagined it. Because when it's would. crazy and it's polished and it looks like it's like, oh, there's another rich asshole. Mm -hmm, but this yeah. looks like a work like, in progress. Like boots on the ground, like yeah. I'm making it happen, and yeah. it's like it sounds like one of those old country songs. My neighbors like, are one day like, I got a what door. The what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> like, I had two of my neighbors the other day fucking hit me up. They're like, "Dude, what's going on with your car, man? <laughs> like every day you come home, and it looks worse. It's, something else is missing, or <laughs> your like, paint is times, all man. ground off over here. It's like, what are you doing? I'm yeah. like, dude, it's gonna be so it's sick, be sick, man. And it's but yeah. no it's it, it's wild but no to answer your question i'll never wide body no. that car i love it My, it's, it's a standard base carrera narrow body spec i love it but it could be so much more no no it's so true come on so man true. just send it i will help you give you i will give you the extra i'll give you the help you need just i appreciate that Elvis. oh you're Thank right. you so much <laughs> Um, Elvis is, yeah. uh, what is it? No, you're, I would say you're a master of cutting stuff apart <laughs> yes. and a student of putting it back together. <laughs> <laughs> putting it back together. Ah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. No, it's, uh, it's, it's cool, man. Mm. It's cool. Mm. One more thing about, um, wide body stuff. So on your Evo, what kind of style do you have? Is it the same as the one that we, the other Evo that we're doing? Because the way I saw the mounting, it was interesting. It almost looks like a, it's kind of a bolt-on mm -hmm. affair, but you yeah. don't see the bolts. Evo? Yeah. On the, on the evil Evo? Yeah. Oh, on the evil Evo? Yeah. Because yeah, there's like so many ways OEM to do it. style. So that's like it reverse mounts through the fender into the flare. Mm. So I, I like that look. I really yeah, like that look. look. It still yeah, so works. Yeah, so you still have a very obvious overfender, yeah. but you don't have the bolts. Yeah. But that was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of more like, uh, yeah, that's basically a lot of those parts were pulled off the original parts, and oh, that's wow. how they put it on. Mm -hmm. It's just we widened it and made it a lot more aggressive looking, but that's, I like that style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you don't see it on a lot of vehicles. No, I haven't seen it much, honestly. Yeah. That's kind of like a weird DTM sort of transition time. Because even BMW didn't adopt it. They just oh, okay. did it straight into the panel. Mm -hmm. and that's where you get those M3 wide bodies. Yeah. And so, I think that's where the whole pandem style came from, is that very obvious. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then uh, I want to talk a little bit about LS swapping that Porsche or LS mm. swapping Porsches in general. We've kind of talked about it. Rob doesn't want to LS swap his. No, I think this is a perfect tie-in because <laughs> okay. the thing that bothers me about most Y bodies. Yes. And it's like I've had, we've had people comment on stuff. It's like, like my evil Evo, and we we're mentioning it this morning. Is like because we we're talking about this other guy that builds these amazing bodies, but that's basically as far as it goes so like my evil evo when you start it it's nuts it sounds it sounds and like it looks like it looks so why body cars for the most part and this is a tie-in to like this ls swapped rwb is like that thing's gonna rip yeah it's gonna, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be as fast as it those things are intended to look yes. whereas you see all these wide body kits on most of these okay i gotta get some why body kits on front wheel cars front wheel drive cars should not be a thing why because it's stupid i don't think it goes it's against stupid. the entire reason sick. why you should even have a wide body car <laughs> should only have why? a wide body car because you need fatter tires because you have got need more grip and you need to go faster what if they have a front wheel drive car Dude, that has a lot of power the back tires on a front wheel drive car should never be riding in the front <laughs> it's so crazy it doesn't make any damn sense to me. It looks if you cool. If you got a wheel drive car and you got a 325 on the back, it's ridiculous. It looks sick, though. It's like, okay, even, I feel like even. It looks sick. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's even. It's like more even because imagine if it was not, it would, I feel like it'll look kind of, it'll look almost like a reverse, do it. like a reverse do um, a wide do body it. Porsche. It because not happen. You wouldn't have to worry about it. Because with the Porsches, the RWB stuff, the rear is a lot wider, right? Yeah, because you can get more tire because yeah, you're supposed to bleed the thing rips. So imagine a front-wheel drive Honda with the extremely wide front and just skinnies in the rear. Oh, oh you're just talking, talking like drag car. Yo, okay. that would be sick. You're so weird. Dude. That is not what I was talking about. But that, it was even worse than what that example was. Like, no, like a reverse wide body, like, not like oh, a reverse man. wide body, but like instead of, instead of, you know, like what they say about a business in the front, party in the back. Yeah. <laughs> business in the front, party in the you back. You are a wild man, yo. You just got kicked off the design team. I can't, I can't oh wait to read all the comments. I know, right? About oh, your perspective. Sick. But anyhow, um, <laughs> performance that's that is i agree with the uh the car should be as fast as it looks or it should be yeah it should be as fast as it looks and when it doesn't it's like oh but still I mean, it's fairly obvious in the supercar realm like mm -hmm. you're already good wide body i go crazy but if you got like yeah if your car is weak you probably should sort that out before going wide body i think you should need wide tires before you put wide tires on mm. I, as much as i agree i i'm also kind of because i feel like i'm also biased yeah i'm like <laughs> eh. you. you went the other way <laughs> yeah i'm kind of in the middle of both because i have done the other one too my Datsun was freaking slow it's still slow but it has this massive fender flares and all that. But it's also disappointing to every time I flirt, I'm like, oh, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, and if oh. I was looking at you at a light and you're sitting there and then it's like, Bruh. I know, yeah. 
<laughs> it's funny because I get like some t- people are like rev it or like they expect me to like gun it from like a stoplight. And so this kid, there was a time I was driving and this kid is like uh, floor it or something like he was like with his phone. I was like, I was my leg was to the floor. I was like, he was like, oh, he just looked disappointed. Mom, <laughs> I, was <slow> like, down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm giving it everything, man. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, I was flooring it. It was like, oh, you could almost just see the disappointment in his face because he like pretty much expected a smoky burnout. Like but me just peeling as as off anything that looks cool. That's all anybody wants to see it do is a burnout. Yeah. Like no matter what it is, we pull outside. It's like do a burnout. And you're like. What? Yeah. <laughs> so. So yes. Uh, so I will fix that when I do my version two Dotson at some point when I'm done with all my other projects. So we shall see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like and subscribe. I know. <laughs> we need a lot of dough for him yes, to finish all of his projects. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a lot of them. So um, I think that's pretty much it. Anything else? No. Sweet. That's my feelings on what. Awesome. <laughs> It's we'll see love, what the internet it's a thinks. Hate relationship. Yes. <laughs> so if you think we're crazy and you love body, uh, wide bodies, and uh, let us know what are your favorite wide bodies, or if you have any other comments, you can comment in the description below, or you can email us at media at trickfactory.com. We will see you next week. Bye.